Welcome to the How to Find and Keep a Gay Man podcast. I'm Matt Bays, your host, with Matt Heinker, your co-host. And we're here to provide bitchy wisdom for the gay man looking for love. There are a lot of gay men out there looking for a meaningful love experience, and we are here to help. You can follow How to Find and Keep a Gay Man on Instagram and TikTok, where you'll find all sorts of bitchy wisdom about what it's going to take to find and keep a gay man. Welcome. We're glad you're here. Matching cup this time, baby. Oh, nice. She is exhausted, darling. It's been a week. Mmm, mmm. But here I am. But here you are. You believe the dreams again. I believe the love I never had. So nice to be a newlywed. I'm enjoying it. Yes, you are. <laughs> How was your week? Busy. Yeah. I'm prepping for something. Well, those boots were made for walking, is what I hear. Listen, honey, I'm <laughs> prepping for a, a large little side endeavor, <laughs> as you are well aware, because you've been helping yeah. me along the way. But I'm excited about recording a music video. Yes. In drag. And there it is for our listeners. I know, <laughs> which I've never done drag in my life. And there's just a lot to it. The song is done. Super happy with the recording. It's amazing. And this is just a wonderful message sure. to send to our drag community to say, first of all, thank you for the love, the joy, the energy that you bring to the world. Mm-hmm. And sorry about the vitriol, yes. the negativity, bad press, and the lies that people have had to endure. It's a polite and artistic, fuck you, this is who we are. Love it. And your drag mother is the legendary Blair St. Clair. Blair St. Clair, RuPaul's own, the pride of Indianapolis. I don't know that she'd call herself my drag mother since she's 27 years old. But listen, that (laughs) queen deserves major kudos because all I did was send a message to her. I do not know her. Yeah. And she said, I'm interested. Let's talk. And she has been so helpful and responsive and will be in this video alongside me. Oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> and I'm going to be there schwitzing, holding the fan, crying. <laughs> True story. As I'm looking at dresses or I'm looking at different things to wear, Matt <laughs> H here is sending me link after link of jewelry and shoes and bracelets and earrings and like... Me questioning his taste is just not allowable, I've seen. Like, I don't know if these shoes go with this. He's like, get them. Do not question me. I know exactly what I'm doing. Listen, I'm not good at very many things in this life, but I can shop like a motherfucker. (laughs) You know what is awesome is that I love to shop and I love to put together an outfit. Yeah. But I'm very indecisive when it comes to making decisions about those things. So I just got to the point where whatever you sent, I literally clicked on the link, (laughs) add to cart, buy. I'm not even going to question anymore. I've seen him. He always looks nice. Trust and believe (laughs) that all will be well. (laughs) Listen, she would not steer you wrong. You're going to look gorgeous. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Very excited about it. Yeah. And so we should see that sometime around Pride. We'll update the children and let them know. Mm, Can't wait. How has your week been? You said it's been a week. 
oh lord i just i'm not trying to do like this job anymore it's too much lots of traveling lots of cash and checks and breaking necks as they say been working hard this week, but it's good. Yeah. Well, you started a new job not too long ago. So this is like yes. getting acclimated or... Well, I started at a new firm, a better competitor, actually. <laughs> it's about six months ago and just very different culture. And for the first time, I'm pursuing larger clients all over the country. So it requires more travel than I'm used to. And it's kind of kicking my butt. So I've got some adjustments to make, but things are going well. Well, the good thing with your travel is though, that you only have six children. You know, it's really not that big of a deal to coordinate being gone because there's only six kids to take care of. Yeah. So it's easy peasy. Yeah. We need an Alice. We'll figure that out. That's on the vision board. We'll see. It needs to not be on the vision board. It needs to be on the motherfucking board. (laughs) It's happening. It's happening. What do we have for the children today? You know, we've been a little bit, we've been going there, really giving some heavy, serious content the last few weeks. But today we're going to have a little bit of fun. What we got for the children today, Matthew? Yes, we are going to have a little bit of fun, but you know how it goes with us. We can get very serious about our relational, you know, (laughs) intensity here. And so we're going to be talking about how to spice things up. One of the most Mm underrated reasons. We know the reasons that relationships end, like the top four, three or four are money, infidelity, uh, bad communication, these kinds of things. But one of the most underrated that we found out by doing our research is a boredom. 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 So mm-hmm. we are going to talk about novelty in a relationship, how to spice things up. None of us wants to be bored. And then we're just going to talk about ways to Keep it moving. Yes. Keep it exciting. Keep the love flowing and all the things alive and functioning. And this whole idea that your relationship goes through seasons is true, Mm -hmm. but it does not have to get into a monotonous pattern and stay there. And stay there. Key. Yeah. I don't think you should beat yourself up if you get in a place where things are a little stale. That's probably inevitable. But how do you keep it mucho caliente or go back? to feeling excited about being together. It can be done. It's not as complicated as we think that it should be. One of the phrases that you always say is put your back into it. And this is one of Mm -hmm. those where it's like, you have not because you do not. Okay. It's not that hard. It's not that complicated. But I do understand when I read some of the things that we're going to talk about that it requires a bit of vulnerability. Because you look at some of that stuff and you think, I can't do that. That's silly or that's stupid or whatever. So I'm going to share a personal story of something that happened that could have shut me down. It did not shut me down, but it could have. And what I think our maybe worst fears are, we got some things to discuss. So you are our resident researcher, Miss Brene Brown. So what do you have for us? I have been looking at a bunch of things this week. This is a little bit less of a stats-focused week because it's really about the practical practices that keep us together. But GayTherapyCenter.com says that one in five gay couples is not even physically intimate anymore. It's the worst news I've ever heard. Right there. That's the worst thing that's ever been said on this podcast in 17 episodes. I don't disagree. I clutched the pearls upon that perusal. One in five are no longer intimate. And... Two out of five are only intimate with other people and not with each other anymore. So they talked about the May-December relationships, how maybe daddy's getting super old and not really into it much of the time, or maybe that part of the relationship completely shuts down and there's a beautiful companionship that's still there, but they are intimate with others or only the younger one is. 
Um, some couples that talked about that are tops and tops or bottoms and bottoms, they have the same positional preferences and in sexual intercourse, pursue only relationships or situationships as we talked about in the past with other people. So keeping it spicy, if you're not sexually intimate, can be pretty complicated. And we see a lot of interesting variations in our community that will prevent natural barriers over time to staying connected. Um, and it's not all about sex, but I mean, it, it seemed to be a lot of foundational things in this direction came back to that topic. Sex know? is a huge part of keeping it spicy. Yeah. But there is also the relational part of keeping it spicy and not being bored. Everybody has their own kind of challenge in staying connected. It's, it's in a certain area. So just listen yeah, to if the... you're two tops together or two bottoms together, we don't have answers for all that. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't, you know, yeah. but I mean, I have my thoughts about some of that stuff. Sure. Like don't count yourself out or. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I don't really know what the answer is for all this stuff. We're just talking about figuring out how to spice things up for you personally. So uh, some of the research I've done on gaytherapycenter.com, which is an amazing resource, by the way, really just super relevant topics, but it had three things that they thought were really paramount in staying connected. We can unpack each of these. First was keep talking. Number two, rediscover life. And three, keep the sex alive. Okay. Number one, keep talking. Communication is a skill that can be learned just like knitting or skiing. What funny examples. It just takes instruction and practice. So they were talking about how, listen, first of all, your, your partner has to know what you want. Your partner has to know what you want to do with your time. Your partner has to know what things are important to you and vice versa. And so in staying connected, really, if you are communicating well, you're going to have mutually agreed upon ways that you spend your free time. Um, mutually agreed upon things that are important to both of you. And I think that that's a really important part in the in building the flow of the life that you have together. I think if you're dating Netflix and not talking very much, you can really become disconnected, really not even on purpose. It just happens as a natural byproduct because you're not talking every day at length and really communicating to each other how you're feeling and what it is that you want. Mm -hmm. Thoughts on that? I think all of this is, I just, I think relationships just go through seasons and I think it's real easy for people to think maybe, look, I just want to get into this relationship and I'm kind of done. We're just going to stay here and coast through until we die or until exactly. I find somebody new or, you know, rather than realizing when it's tired and thinking, Hmm, I wonder if there's something that we can do about this. Exactly. No, spice it up because spicing it up, Matt, it doesn't really have to be hard. It's going to help you. Absolutely. Well, I mean, who doesn't to, want to be happy with their partner? We all do. For sure. Well, to your yeah. point, it, it even suggested don't wait until crisis or breakdown to get into couples counseling. Even a relationship that's in a decent place can really benefit from just a few sessions of a couples therapy and make it into a date. Go out to dinner afterward and talk about it, especially if you're a person that's not naturally a good communicator. I can't imagine what that's like. Um, but if you struggle with that, then maybe couples counseling is a, is a platform into which you can really learn tools to be more direct with each other and to learn yeah. how to communicate better, you know? Yeah. And that yeah. keeps it spicy because you're connected. Yeah. All right. Number two, rediscover life. These seem so basic, but they really do make sense. Goodtherapy.org says one of the major reasons couples get bored in the bedroom or with each other is that they're bored in life. I so love that. Yeah. So routines and rituals can be lovely. They can be grounding, but if they become cemented and inflexible, they can also bring a malaise upon your sex life and, and relational happiness. 
that really sucks the life out of it. So day trip somewhere new, find something new to enjoy together. You and Chris just discovered Orange Theory. Is Friday night always Mexican and Netflix? Shake it up and do something else. Yeah. A couple yeah. of things that, that I read that I thought were really fun was one was talking about if you do a date night, show up to the location separate. Mm. Okay. And get ready separate, oh. you know, and it sort of talked about the little artful, playful role play in that because you haven't seen each other, you know, you didn't see each other beforehand and you show up and it just kind of is just sort of a fun thing. And I love that. And so when I talked about the vulnerability piece, this is what I'm talking about with the role playing. Mm-hmm. It might sound silly or you might think this is so stupid, but just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> just play along. Yeah. And if they are like, what the fuck are you talking about? You just kind of own it and deliver it. I mean, yeah. I think that stuff is fun. Well, and let's not say that. If we're both reaching for some spice, let's have an open mind and not shame or shade the other and their ideas, even if they are a little crazy. Because you can be surprised. Like that example specifically, that is totally something Ty would suggest. And internally, I'd be like, do we need to do all that? But I probably would enjoy it. And the reason we say, do we really have to do all that is because we're uncomfortable doing it. Okay. Not because they're doing anything wrong. I think it's because we don't know how or, well, none of us really knows how. So case in point, this isn't role playing. This is like, I got myself a little outfit, you know, the kind smack a daddy's ass with a little something, something. And I, I did not tell Chris, I had like this all like worked out. So I put it on upstairs, told him he should come upstairs. And I mean, it's strippity strappity all over the place. Right. And I'm laying in the bed like a French maid and, and Matt, he walked in the door and as soon as he walked in the, I mean, I got a candle that, you know, in your mind, you're ready for him to walk in and just and like be swoon. his tongue to fall out and his heart beating through his chest. No, he walked in, saw me on that bed and started dying laughing, just started laughing. Now, listen, in that moment, you're like, part of you wants to pull the covers up, but he was not laughing at me. He was laughing with me like, oh, holy shit. What are we doing? What's happened? Oh, like I could have prepared him like I've got a surprise up here. (laughs) I didn't. That was his natural response. And that's one of those things where you're like, I'm not going to let that derail me. This man loves me more than anyone. He shows that to me constantly. This is just a funny moment that I can be mad or we can laugh together and have fun with this. And listen, it all worked out fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that is one of those things that I've never actually done that before. That was new territory for me. Yeah. And it was fun. And it was fun. And that's a day that you're not going to forget, which is awesome. So the third point of this is keep the sex alive. That's its own umbrella. We kind of forayed into it with this story. But before mm-hmm. we get there, what are some things you wanted to bring up? Well, one of the things that I wanted to talk about is the uh, signs of boredom in a relationship. Signs of boredom. Yes. Yep. Because it's a very real thing. And like I said, it's that underrated silent sort of killer, you know, Mm -hmm. of people who leave relationships because of this very thing. Some of the signs that you might be in a boring relationship are you don't feel interested in your partner's life, in their feelings or their interests. Oh, that's good. 
Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, secondly, you don't pay as much attention to each other as you did at the beginning of your relationship. That's sort of obvious. Mm -hmm. uh, thinking about the future of your relationship makes you feel uneasy or unhappy. Ooh, that's like, no, no, stop real quick and take an inventory because that, yeah, that's an interesting yeah. one. If you're thinking about the future with the person you're with and thinking, oh, dear God, you know. It's, yeah, the way forward seems boring and daunting. Yeah. Watch out. Mm -hmm. Also, you find spending time with other people much more enjoyable and exciting, which last night, Chris had this big party for his work that he had to go to. Uh, in past, he's been home at 2 a.m., so he warned me it might be 2 a.m., and I was like, well, your boy's going to bed. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, 10 o'clock, he showed up. And I thought he was coming to get me to take me out to the next after party thing. And I was like, homeboy, I'm not going anywhere. I'm still comfortable <laughs> in this bed watching my show. And <laughs> he said, no, no, I kind of did a little Irish goodbye. And uh -huh. here I am. He goes, I miss you. I just wanted to come home and be with you. Right no. there, you find spending time with other people much more enjoyable and exciting. I love that. And I get that. He's had a very busy week. We haven't had much time together. And he wanted to come home to me. Awesome. His priority. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. You wish you could change your partner or the relationship. <laughs> oh. Might, might be a sign you're bored. Uh, yeah. You feel like you have nothing in common. You have a hard time finding things to talk about. Oh, dear. Uh, you often feel irritated or annoyed with your partner. You don't feel attracted to them anymore, and you don't appreciate each other anymore. Oh, no, no, no. And the attracted to piece, like, I, I think, you know, we we did all this work on body, yada, yada, last couple of weeks. I'm not talking about fitness necessarily, but I really do think it's funny how when you couples have been together a long time, they stop putting in the effort to present themselves to each other. So you mentioned yeah. that we're going on this date, we're going to get ready separately and be all snappy. Listen, I'm in the barber chair every 10 days. I am dressed for my man. I'm smelling good for my man. If we're going out on a date, I really want to put an effort to present myself to him. If you know what I'm saying? And I think yes. when you are just in sweatpants all the time, or putting on your jean jacket, going to Chipotle, watch out for that. If you're bored with each other, how much effort are you really putting into getting yourself cute for each other and making sure yeah. that your man's looking at you? You know, yes. add a flounce to that jean jacket, add a flounce to the jean jacket or cinch that waist, <laughs> you know, a tasteful corsage, something. I mean, you don't want to be like the fifties housewife that's waiting on her husband to get home, but there is something about that. I want to look good for him, you know, yeah. and, and he wants to look good for me. I think that's the kind of stuff that just sort of shows that you care that you're still yeah. interested in them and that you still desire for them to Look at you in a certain way. Went to take it off. Okay. Yes. With their yes. eyes first and then their hands after they laugh at you for being naked in a strappy show suit. <laughs> a strappy show suit. Uh, you know what? I'm going to have to Google what that was. I'm so curious. <laughs> I can send you an image of what it was. It's only $37 dressed H to T for $37. <laughs> Is about 10 cents worth of fabric. Do we want to talk about surprises? Tell me about you, surprises. 
You were surprised last night when your hubs came home and was like, I want to be with you and no one else. It was wonderful. We had a particularly daunting, we got all these damn kids. We're blessed with all these kids. And we usually we do pretty good. Last night was a particularly challenging evening. Too many of them at the same time were acting a fool. And by the time they went to bed, we were both frazzled. And I was like, you know what this boy needs? When he comes, he was putting his youngest down. When he comes up the stairs, he needs to see a hot bath run with some candles and Sade Essentials Playlist going on in the background. Okay. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to get ready. So I like got it all put together. And he came up the stairs and came in the bathroom. And I was literally in the tub and it was steaming. And Sade, smooth operator, was playing. Yes, yes. And he was like, well. And I was like, hello, darling. I think you need a restful soak and poke. A restful soak and poke. He was completely shocked. But I tell you what, he did not expect me to do that. And it's funny, in researching for this this week, I was like, oh, this is what they're talking about. Create a sensual or fun surprise for your mate. I mean, obviously we had a great time, and but he was just like, wow, like that was really special. I loved it. He felt cared for with that surprise. Yeah, that stuff yeah. goes a long way. It you does. It, it's exciting. It makes life feel new. Makes it feel shiny and giggly. I mean, I just think it's wonderful. Did you ever see that movie, uh, Hope Springs, with Tommy Lee Jones and Meryl Streep? Oh, of course I did, yes. Meryl everything, I'm there. Of course. Yes. Yeah, and Steve yeah. Carell is their counselor. Yes. You know, she's <laughs> trying to bring some spice and fire. She's putting her back into it, and he is, is just not there for any of it. He is you know, a crusty piece of wood, yeah. Oh, my God. And you realize toward the end, it's almost like he's just embarrassed, yeah. you know, to try uh -huh. anything different, doesn't really know that he's worth it or that he knows how or that it will mm -hmm. possibly work or whatever. It's just... He's insecure, you know, yeah. Yeah. That movie should have been called Toxic Masculinity with Meryl's Tragic Wig. That's what it, <laughs> that's what it should have been called. But... <laughs> but it, it was a tragic wig. <laughs> That was like a Dolly Parton for CVS wig. It made me so sad, but it was a good movie. <laughs> you said Dolly Parton for CVS. <laughs> oh my God, that's my favorite thing I've ever heard. I'm like, Meryl's our queen and you're going to put her in that tragic nylon Listen, wig. Oh, I was praying for her the whole time. There are worse things than having a boring marriage like that damn wig. Oh, Lord. All right, let's talk about sex, baby. It says, keep sex alive. GayTherapyCenter.com. Couples that convince themselves that sex is no longer important after years of being together get into trouble. With focus and effort, your sex life and physical intimacy can grow and develop just like every other part of your relationship. I totally agree with that. I mean, yeah. our sex life three years later, it's off the charts compared to the first year. Mm -hmm. It's just you learn each other. And I think that's the beautiful thing about keeping it spicy. Keeping it spicy is adjacent to maintaining intimacy. And as that grows, it's crazy to, to see what happens in your sex life together. It gets more intimate, deeper, more fulfilling. It's pretty exciting. But they say to add spice, you need creativity. The first suggestion is in role play. So you were trying to be strippity strapping French nurse. French a, male nurse. French male nurse. Thanks. Not a nurse. You know, role play is something that we have not really discussed or water we've not treaded into yet, but I'm kind of excited to try. I think that I would be a really good like farm boy just off the field or something like that. You know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> this is something like I'm not going to go into it because some of my life I would like to have private and personal <laughs> for myself. But I will say that this is something that we have engaged in that has actually been a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. Great. 
Yeah. And gaytherapycenter.com says it requires a spirit of fun. I like that. So we yeah. talked about negativity and complaining kills sex drive. Both partners, it's a spirit of fun. Let's go with this. Let's have fun. I don't know why I just thought of this, but like in sex, they have to clearly communicate their likes and their dislikes. You know, if somebody keeps coming back to the same thing that doesn't do a thing for you, I mean, you know, you got to let them know. Yeah. If you don't like going to see the doctor, you can tell him, but at least give it a try, you know? Yeah. I'm going to need you to put on this fireman suit. <laughs> I want the doctor. I want you to put out this fire. Put out this fire, honey. Uh, two, <laughs> breathing exercises like Tantra. Tantra is an ancient Indian practice that dates back more than 5,000 years. Yeah. The word means woven together. Mm, I love, love that. Buddhist and Hindu meditation practices use tantric sex as a way to weave physical and spiritual together and heighten sexual pleasure and intimacy. Is this something that you've perused in, my dear? I have read up on it and we sure. have discussed trying some of this because I loved some of the things that actually talked about. Uh, and I think we had this when Alicia was on our therapist. Yes. That she it was a practice she recommended. Mm -hmm. Looking in the mirror together mm -hmm. and talking about the things that you like about the other person's body standing there naked together didn't she talk about that she did that's how it starts and you create this zen environment first of all and then you sit facing each other and maintaining yes. eye contact after that and yes. you breathe together so breathing inhaling slowly exhaling repeat with your partner over and over again until you have shared rhythm so the goal is to breathe deep enough together to start to feel sensation in your nether regions. And then there's moving into sit in his lap and hold yes. each other. And yep. I mean, really kind of some beautiful things that I'm thinking that sounds fun. And it sounds like there's something, Matt, about a couple being set apart from everything else in the world. Yeah. That's what I love personally about monogamy. <laughs> yeah. No, No one has with this person what I have with them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I like that. And so when I envision that right there, it feels really intimate, vulnerable, and just beautiful. I think it is. And I, I think a key word there is you're able to do that together if you feel safe enough to, you know, you're not, your partner's open to it and not going to be like, this is dumb or you guys are going to figure this out together and maybe you reach this new height, you know, in sexual pleasure. You know, I, I think it it's something that I'm really excited to try personally. Yeah. Now, what do we say to the people where they would say, please don't stand me in front of a full length mirror naked with my partner because I don't find anything attractive about their body or my own. <gasps> I mean, it happened. You know what I mean? It, yeah. At some point, when you just talked about in a relationship that your sexual relationship can grow just like any other part of your relationship, mm -hmm. I do sure. think that there is that belief out there that we've been doing this for 25 years and it's that same old dingling. I've seen it every which way I could. Uh, <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's like looking at their finger you know, anymore. Well, hopefully not their finger, but well, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. Just, uh, yeah. What do we say to people like that? <laughs> Give me an answer right now. Then it better be good. I think that if you don't find your partner naked, yummy anymore, then there's some head trash going on or you're not connected. I think that, hey, I'm here for this. And what you yeah. just said with the head trash thing. Yeah. We subscribe to that belief that it has to look a certain way. 
Yes. yes and yes. I absolutely know that that is not true because yeah. I can see a person before me. I don't care what size Chris is now. He's a beautiful man. It's true. But mm -hmm. I was never looking for a beautiful man. That's the God's honest truth. So Chris gains 50, 60 pounds. I promise you with how he treats me, with the conversations we have, with his mind and his compassion, I will be able to look at that man and find him absolutely attractive and even stunning. I think that's beautiful. I think the other part of that is like when we had Dr. Alicia on, she said part of the reason you stand in front of the mirror, it's a practice of self-acceptance, really. You say things about yourself that you do admire, that you do like, and maybe about your partner as well. There are always things that you are going to like if you're in good enough headspace to love your, you know, if you love yourself and you've done a lot of work in that area, you're always going to find things that still catch your eye. And I think if you're emotionally connected still to your point, that's not going to be as hard as we think it is, even as we age, because yeah. the sexual connection is so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. The next one was use fantasy as fuel. Develop a menu of sexual practices and foreplay to choose from. Variety is the spice of life. And communicate to each other what your fantasies are and be willing to explore them. Okay. Ty in particular likes to have sex outside. He thinks it's exciting. We stayed at a really nice hotel in Malibu and he wanted daddy to take care of him on the balcony overlooking the ocean. That's something I would never have done on my own, quite frankly, but I was into it. It was a good time. And it was one of the, some things that he'd always thought about as fantasy in his head and we made it come true. So it was kind of a heightened experience. Yeah. So what is that for your partner? Do you know? Ask them. Listen. Plan for ways to make it happen. Yeah, I love that. I think that's a great question. Yeah. Like, talk about this shit. Like, what would you want to do? What are some of your and, and if your your knee-jerk answer is nothing, I'm bored, then build a bridge and get the fuck over it. For real. Yes. You know what I mean? If you're bored, that's your damn problem. Find it is. a way to change it up, baby cakes. Mm. In this category, they mentioned potentially using pornography. As our caveat is what? As a supplement, not substitution. Yes. Okay. Address it's that for added, us, doctor. It, it, it is here. <laughs> Let me. Yes. It is additive. I think pornography. Listen, I'm going to be the only person anybody listening is going to be like, he's a liar. It's just porn is not something that I enjoy when I've looked at it, which is almost never. But I get it. I get why people want to use it or whatever. If you're using it, let it be additive. Like you said, a substitute. If it is, if you're doing more of that than you are connecting with your person, I don't think that's great. No, absolutely not. I have traditionally enjoyed porn on occasion. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just have read a lot of research, maybe a little bit off topic, but that says you can dull your senses to really enjoy the height of intimacy with your main partner. So I think you need to be careful with porn, but they said that using fantasy as fuel kind of under that category, sure. if there's certain like scenarios or different kind of guys that you both like to watch it together and throw that in the box of things you do to keep things spicy, it's just fun. But I think as a supplement, not a substitution as a side hustle, not the main dish. Okay. 100%. And then last but not least in this category are toys. I just got married recently. Most people were very tasteful and sent us candles and gift cards but one of our <laughs> one of our gay couple friends sent us a gift card to forttrough.com. Yes, trough is in the things that pigs eat out of. So I, I thought don't it was nastypig.com. It's actually forttrough.com and nasty pig 
are one of the brands of products they carry because the pigs eat out of the trough. And Nasty Pig is like the Nike of sex toys. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, Lord, what do we want to do this gift certificate? We went on fortrough.com and we just let our imaginations run wild. We got a box of fun treats. Wait, and listen, wait, wait, because you're telling this story, but this is not exactly how I heard it on the phone. <laughs> what I heard was oh, really? I got I got on fortrough.com, clutched my pearls and then handed oh. it over to Ty and said, just you do whatever you want with this. And then a shipment arrived while you were out of town. Yes. And the nasty pig item. And he was like, listen, nasty pig has arrived. And you're like, what is it? And he said, you'll find out when you get home. Yes. I and a nasty pig at Tim's. And again, I don't have anything. I am very open, very sex positive. I've done a lot of work to get there. Yeah. I, I just have never really done anything with toys before. But oh my God, was it fun? It was like Disneyland for adult boys. Like there was one in particular that I really enjoyed and I was kind of shocked by it. So like, keep it spicy, play with some toys, let your hubs buy some and you come home to whatever he's got, give it yeah. a whirl. One of them in particular, I really enjoyed and is probably going to be in our regular repertoire. It was that yeah. bit of an experience and it yeah. was fun. So just make sure if you put something in there, you can get it out because <laughs> we've all heard that story. <laughs> Every time I hear somebody say that, yeah, I'm a nurse in the emergency room, I'm like, I have a question. <laughs> How many people? <laughs> right. Well, and like on the on the site, they had things like you could buy dog masks and quips and collars. I don't understand all that. But if you know what? If that's going to spice things up for you, give it a whirl. My, my point is be open to this type of stuff as well. It can be fun. Yeah, love that. And Matt, I just want to say... Like one thing that I read that that sticks out on this is so many people have gotten into a rut of either going to bed separately, mm -mm. you know, well, we don't go to bed. He's a night owl. I'm not. It's like, nah, just figure it out and go to bed together because yeah. then things can happen. But also people crawl in bed and they just watch TV. They watch mm -hmm. so much TV, Netflix binge. It talked about actually stopping that. And not turning on the TV until you've had time to connect. Now, that doesn't always mean have sex, but yeah. connect in some way. Talk about life. Talk about work, you know, yeah. or interests or upcoming things that you could do together, you know, yeah. that weekend, something like that. And, and, maybe, and maybe you need to kick the dog out of the bed, too, while you're doing that. Just a thought. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he have, likes to watch. <laughs> we have so many friends that are like, we can't have sex because Muffy won't get off the bed. She barks when we fuck. I'm like, come on now. Get I Muffy out of there. You're talking about this right now and refer to that dog as Muffy now. <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip. Sorry. <laughs> Somebody's married to a woman before. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, my God. But I like that. Connect before you turn on the TV. Maybe that should be a daily ritual. Yeah, I really do, too. I like that. So rediscovering life, we talked about my uh, drag video that's going to be coming out. Yes. Well, listen, you know, part of the drag process is tucking. Ooh. I don't know anything about that. I've heard <laughs> of it, but I don't know how it all works. But listen, Chris and I sat down for two hours and read articles together. I mean, we are laughing our asses off and trying to figure out how to do this together. <laughs> I went hiding off in the bedroom by myself. 
you know, hoping nobody would find me in there trying to figure this thing out. We were doing it together and laughing. He's like all in. I love that part of like where it talks mm-hmm. about in the boredom thing about not caring about the other person and their interests anymore. That's yeah. one thing that we really try to do. I've been mountain biking with him. It's not mm-hmm. my fave. I always feel like <laughs> I'm going to die, but I go with him. Yeah. Cause he, yeah. he loves it. And so if he wants to go mountain biking, wants me to go, I'm going to go. You know, yeah, and then I'm doing this music video. It's a lot of time, a lot of learning. It's a big damn project. And yeah. he is here for all of it. Love it. Love it. And you know what they say, don't you? What? The couple that tucks together stays together. Or the couple that tucks together ah. together. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, Reverend Sogi, how in the world are we going to have some prayer time for this one? I can't wait oh. to see what you have. It is not that hard. (laughs) I lay it on us. Listen, children, this prayer is called Change It Up, Baby Cakes. I have a friend who never watches TV, says it's a complete waste of time. Though strangely, he can quote from every season of Drag Race and All Stars and Game of Thrones, Empire, Orange is the New Black, Long Island Medium, (laughs) and every damn city in the Real Housewives franchise. Because he watches TV, and he watches it a lot. And he is bored of his boyfriend because watching TV is literally all they do. They come home from work, they watch TV. They go to bed, and they are bored. And I'm bored of them being bored. Did you know that boredom in a relationship can be more damaging than fighting? Yep, boredom is the killer. Whereas new experiences release feel-good shit in the brain. And feel-good shit is good shit. So, (laughs) change it up. Studies show that relating to our partner in overly repetitive ways can make our relationship feel like a chore. We need excitement in our relationships, new strategies that will keep things fresh. Where do I start? You might be thinking. Get a hobby and do it together. Take dance lessons or cooking lessons, go camping or hiking. But I don't camp. You do now, honey. You camp like a full-blown nomad lesbian in a Subaru with maximum (laughs) towing capacity. As with most things in life, The way to get anything done is simply by doing it. If your relationship is important to you, dig in and figure it out. No one is going to figure it out for you. Want to keep your man for the long haul? Okay then, change it up, baby cakes. Find a way, make it happen. Amen? Amen. And amen. Oh, they just get better and better, I tell you. <laughs> that listen, I'm not one for camping either, but this Woo! is the way it is with life. If I really, really don't want to do something because it goes against my personal moral compass or whatever, okay, <laughs> that I'm not gonna do it. But if it's I don't like camping, I don't like, but my husband really wants me to go camp, I'm going camping. Turns out you love camping. Exactly. Yes. Right? Yes. This is not that hard. Stop being so bitchy. It's like Mm -mm. this Orange Theory thing that we're doing right now, it's just a change. It may not be something we do forever, but it's a change for right now. And we're having fun. Look at our stats and our reports. And, you know, it's just there's spice there. It's fun. Something new is happening that we don't know yet. 
I love it. God bless you, boys. That's what you do. That's what you do. Yes. And until next time, live in rivers of self-love. That's it for us today. For more bitchy wisdom, follow How to Find and Keep a Gay Man on Instagram and TikTok at, you guessed it, How to Find and Keep a Gay Man. And until we meet again, get a therapist, don't be an asshole, protect yourself, call your mom, and remember that you deserve a meaningful love. Bye.